Hello, and welcome to the Totally Clinical podcast, brought to you by Techro. Totally Clinical is a deep dive into the freshest trends, big time challenges, and most excellent triumphs of clinical trials. I'm Hannah, your host. Join me as I chat with industry experts, trailblazers, thought leaders, and most importantly, the people benefiting from clinical research. So tune in, settle back, and don't touch that dial. It's time to get totally clinical. This week, Robin Matei, co-founder and director of Alpha Trials in South Africa, joins me on the podcast. Robin has a fascinating perspective on clinical trials and the specific challenges facing South Africa when it comes to staff, funding and culture. Robin, could you start by explaining more about what inspired you to get involved in the industry? I started off with a BSc in biotechnology. Um, and I was quite interested in advancing human technology and more specifically in how we can use genetic engineering to eliminate uh, genetic diseases. So after working in a pharmaceutical manufacturing facility, I diverted my attention to, toward computational biology. And it was a big change in direction for me as I've never actually been involved in the computational side before. And I wanted to understand the demands and the requirements that bioinformatics had in breaching the gaps between biological research and computer programming. And after graduating with the honors in bioinformatics, I dove headfirst into clinical trials uh, and I assisted a major lab in specimen management, staff and site management, and assessing the quality of laboratory protocols. And this is really where I got to see some real gaps in the industry and when I realized that there's a lot of changes that need to happen if we wanted South Africa to become a focal point for global trial sponsors. So my partner and I, we started, uh, we got together and we started to brainstorm what these challenges were and finding ways that we could overcome them and build a new mentality toward clinical trials across the country. Could you explain more about the current situation of clinical trials in South Africa? So before I answer that question, I wanted to add a little bit of background context here and to put into perspective, we have nearly 420,000 registered trials across the globe and South Africa is only carrying uh, about 3,000, 3, less than 3,200 registered trials as of today. So that's less than 1% of the global trial industry and it really puts the degree of difficulty in running trials here into perspective, for me at least. This is what got me thinking about why South Africa had such a low trial participation despite having organizations active here for over 40 years. And it is worth noting that regulations only became mandatory for registered trials in the late 90s in the US and in South Africa only at the end of 2005. What issues are you facing for clinical research in South Africa? So there are several persisting issues that we're facing across South Africa at the moment. And when I say persisting, I really mean that these issues have been around for a while and they're not new issues. It's actually become a focal point for many thesis work. So there are published articles highlighting the same problems each year. I think one of the biggest challenges contributing to, towards trials and, and conducting trials here has always been costs and it ties in closely with regulatory control. But the addition of the South African Health Products Regulatory Agency has dedicated clinical trials division to improving on regulatory and approval processes. 
Many sponsors are still finding South Africa to be a high-cost environment, and that often deters them from funding trials in the region. I think shipping has always been a driving factor for these costs and has become more problematic given the effects of the pandemic, along with the Russia-Ukraine invasion. Beyond that, the biggest challenge that we're facing now is adequate investment. South Africa, along with many developing nations, suffers from a lack of funding towards startups, and more specifically when it concerns infrastructure. So we found that a lot of our agencies and a lot of the funding organizations focus on direct patient care and direct product development. And so they skip over the importance of proper infrastructure and qualified laboratories. And this often leaves the industry in a predicament of not enough space and not enough infrastructure to conduct trials within. I know that there are also problems around the culture in South Africa. Could you explain more about this? There are a number of cultural challenges that we are facing across the board here. With 11 official languages and English being the fourth most spoken, it's really difficult to develop effective communication protocols that aim to bring adherence to study visits and to keep participants coming back. Often we're finding that different cultures view the importance of medical research quite differently from those conducting the trials. And COVID-19 really showed us that a large portion of the population in South Africa is quite skeptical about trials and about medical research. So recruitment and retention can be very difficult if we don't focus on developing effective communication with participants. Communication barriers aren't only limited to culture, but also include technical challenges like network signals and access to new technologies. The world is moving towards decentralized trials, but in developing nations, we're still trying to catch up with current technology and the necessary infrastructure for that. You mentioned that people in South Africa can be skeptical about trials. What do you believe the reasons are for this skepticism? I think a lot of it is a lack in education and understanding what we're trying to achieve. And a lot of it is also based on what we hear You know, whilst we're still developing a lot of the infrastructure and access to online materials, there is access to a lot of misinformation and a lot of, should I say, conspiracy theories around what we do in the medical industry. So a lot of people attribute Star Trek and and other types of movies and, and things like that to the medical industry. And they see it on TV and in movies and read it in books and they think that's really what we do. And so really, I think it's about educating people, getting them to understand what it is that we do in the medical industry as researchers, and that we're not just about science fiction and make-believe, but we're trying to bring health and prosperity to people and trying to eliminate disease and disorders. And I know that you were recently inspired by a podcast we did with Nikki Osborne from Meridian Clinical Research, and that you feel that some of the working culture in South Africa could take on board some of the working practices she mentioned. Could you talk a bit more about this? I think going beyond participants and trial costs, there's some real challenges in the lab, and particularly in how companies value their employees. And for me, this is likely the biggest damaging factor in conducting effective trials. For the most part, many companies on a global level tend to be more shareholder-driven, and this means that they value profits over other concerns. And being inspired by Nikki Osborne's podcast on here, it discussed stakeholders and culture. And we really need to change how we treat and value employees if we want to create an environment of loyalty and prosperity. 
When we change our focus to all stakeholders, we're creating a loyal and dedicated workforce, loyal clients and enduring relationships that will ultimately please the shareholders. Currently, staff are being overworked and overlooked, so they end up burning out and risking complications for many samples that they're handling. And this actually causes many skilled staff to relocate outside our borders, which means we're losing trained and qualified technicians. The last thing I'd like to touch on uh, is infrastructure. In developed nations like much of the US and much of Europe, there are a significant number of sites and clinical research organizations. In developing countries like South Africa, infrastructure and funding is severely limited, and this means we have fewer facilities that can accommodate clinical trials. You've given us a really good view of the challenges with clinical trials in South Africa. What role do you see Alpha Trials playing? So Alpha Trials is working on a few ways in which it can tackle the challenges faced within the South African clinical trials industry. We've been in discussion with a few CROs and research institutions about developing a research hub here in Cape Town. The idea is to develop a collaborative environment between different laboratories offering a variety of services for clinical and medical research. Where Alpha Trials will form the core of clinical trials processing and management, partner labs will conduct routine and specialized testing. We're also negotiating the development of a new biorepository that can tackle shipping and storage demands. We believe that this collaborative effort will reduce trial costs and create a more attractive environment for new trials to be registered in the country. Without adequate infrastructure, trials will be severely limited. The goal is for Alpha Trials to reset the standards in South Africa and create an environment that improves the integrity for sponsors and CROs. What are your thoughts on how you can tackle the retention and participation issues you've raised? This development will also help to integrate people from different backgrounds and companies, creating a collaborative environment that can help bridge cultural barriers. We're hoping that by working with a number of partnered laboratories and research organizations, that we can help bring new ways to communicate effectively with trial stakeholders and improve participant enrollment and retention. Part of creating a more informed culture is also teaching staff and participants about these trials, not only about what we're going to do, but why and how. I found that many people, including technicians, understand the what part of trials, but not always the why behind our processes or the importance of compliance and training. By training and educating staff, and by informing participants and the public, Alpha Trials hopes to bridge cultural disparities that are leading to low retention and high staff turnover. I know you've had some experience with Tecro. How do you think it can help? I think that Tecro would be a great asset into interlab and inter-trials communication issues, as it not only creates a good resource management system for all trial documents, but also makes it really easy to communicate with relevant people involved in the trial. All trial documents are uploaded with the latest version, so it makes search options really easy to find answers for um, and specific information without having to leave through a PDF or printout. But what I really liked was how much simpler it was to communicate with investigators, vendors and other stakeholders. What are you positive about for the future of clinical trials in the region? And why do you think the international clinical trials industry should be paying attention to South Africa? We're positive about the research hub as the idea has gained a lot of attention and we're discussing the development with different organizations. Although we're still looking for adequate funding measures, we're excited that we have interest from CROs and networks and sponsors. This shows me that we're headed in the right direction. 
South Africa is also an incredibly diverse region. There are people here that form part of many cultures, religions, and backgrounds. So trial participants can be from a wide range of demographics and can cater to many different trials. SAPRA has really tackled the bottleneck in for approval and aims to have concluded decisions within 12 to 16 weeks. From a regulatory perspective, we've had some great changes to improving the IP for sponsors and organizations. Despite rising costs, the exchange rate is also making an attractive location for international sponsors. I'm hopeful about reaching communities and educating the general populations on how and why clinical trials are conducted. There's been a lot of research recently in ways we can tackle cultural barriers in the country, particularly in trial retention. I think that this research will have a positive outcome on how CROs and sites communicate with and handle participants, especially from a rural and informal settlements. South Africa is a developing environment, and there are a number of skilled and dedicated research companies prove upon the industry here. There's also a demand for collaboration, which makes me really excited because we can't do everything ourselves. There's that old saying, it takes a village. And in my experience, successful trials takes a few really good villages. And that's your dose of Totally Clinical. You can download our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review so more people can find the show. See you on your next visit. And remember to bring your friends. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.